Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello. Thank you for going to the Les Schwab Twires. Twires? I don't know. Hello. We appreciate you going to the Les Schwab. Les Schwab. Why can't like you Vive, say tires? Vive Clicquot. It's the same Just thing. Just say tires. Uh, where, where do we pick up from? Hi, yeah. everyone. You're listening to the Center and the Saint podcast. I'm Luke Anderson. I'm Will Darkins, well, and this is sponsored by Les Schwab Tires. Is that right? I think so. Okay. Yep. Enjoy. Doing the right thing since 1952. The Sinner and the Saint. A shadowy flight into the dangerous world of men who do not exist. Luke Anderson, a young loner on a crusade to champion the cause of the innocent, the helpless, the powerless, and men 25 to 54 with a median household income of $78,000 per year. Now, there is one exception to that. No one cares. Shh, watch your mouth. Will Darkens, a disappointing Oregon State fullback with a receding hairline, desperately trying to hold on to the past. Don't mind that I'm just kind of sitting there looking into yeah, space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show, powered by Frostbrood Coors Light. A brilliant, imaginative, unrestrained exercise or display. I'm pleased that you're pleased. Get I'm pleased. On 1080, The Fan. For anyone just joining the program, you can go back and listen to Hour One. One of our best, I would say, by a lot. It's pretty good. You can go on to 1080thefan.com, download the West Les Schwab Tires podcast. You can also participate in the second hour of the show by uh, texting 55305. That's the Bridgeport Beers text line. It's a wonderful way to communicate. You can also go on to Twitter and use uh, at CenterSaint1080 to communicate with us. Will will keep an eye on those, and if you guys say anything smart, which, let's be honest, probably won't happen, uh, we might read it on air, and that'd be exciting for you. You can tell all your friends you get to be on the show. But so far, nothing good. Uh, somebody did oh, uh, wait, is there reference our, uh, our conversation about Four loco last week. <laughs> I don't even recall what a conversation, but I was drinking Four locos last week, so maybe, maybe that's why I, I think I that's remember. probably where that came from. I don't... Were we? Huh? we? I thought we were having a conversation, a private conversation, an adult private conversation about four locos. How they they we had took one during out, the week. Yeah, the the antifreeze. They took antifreeze out of four loco, which is disappointing. It is disappointing. Four loco. It really wasn't about being drunk. Like four loco was like a legal speed for me. Like I would just drink one, and then I felt like I was just gacked up on coke. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even about like having fun at that point. It was about like, you know, how can I stop sweating and will you please turn off that fan? It just that noise is bothering me and you know. Good and good for you. I wonder why they don't make that stuff anymore. The original recipe for Coke's not out there anymore either, so. I think someone died from Four Loco at Washington State, didn't they? 
Probably. Like a bunch of kids? That sounds, sounds like the place where that would happen, yeah. Sounds like something responsible to put out there. Yeah. So, eh, ends it. But yeah, the original recipe for Coca-Cola is no longer out there either. Same things probably happened back then. So, hey, uh, NFL is going into a big weekend. Weekend Week 15. Great of, weekend. Of the NFL season. Yeah. It's, it's okay. There's a lot of teams that suck. There's a lot of teams that suck. There's a lot of intrigue, though, man. There is, and it kicks off tonight with the Sandy... Oh, dang it. The Los Angeles Chargers traveling to Kansas City. They're the San the Diego Chiefs. Chargers. They're just calling the San, San Diego San Diego doesn't want them, though. They're the San Diego Chargers. They should have stayed. They always I, have been. How come Oakland gets to stay in Oakland to play in the dump that is the Coliseum until the stadium's ready in Las Vegas? But for some reason, the San Diego Chargers had to get out! Because they're the, become the Los Angeles they're the Chargers. They're the Chargers. Play, I, again, this is why I love them now. How could you love a team that, that nobody was else loves? By, that was le- how can you root for the underdog? That was led by Marty Schottenheimer. Led by Marty Schottenheimer to hey, a fourteen hey. win season, though they did get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. And they go, yeah, get rid of that guy. How could you love that team? Listen, I I hated the San Diego Chargers. I love the Los Angeles Chargers. They're a puppy dog left out in the rain, buddy. Somebody has to pull them in, put them into their bosom, and uh, get them back to, to you know good health. And that's me. I love the Los Angeles Chargers. And Anthony Lynn, their head coach. Who <laughs> you just found Shut out up, an hour hey! ago. Gus Bradley's their defensive coordinator. He I knew is. that one. Um, and that defense is mean. The wide receivers are big, and Phillip Rivers still three-quarter arm in it and looking sweet as ever. Now, there's a Steelers-Pats game that's important, I'm to understand, right? Well, here, let me just run through one thing. The The fun thing is the playoff scenarios and how they kind of roll out. I just want to – here's what I want to give you before we get into the games that are great. Here are the teams that can be eliminated from contention. Tell me if there's anybody you're rooting for. If, if these teams lose or, in most scenarios, tie, they're done for the season. Cardinals, Cowboys, Lions in the NFC. Good with all that? Okay. Okay. And then in the uh, AFC, Bengals, Jets, Raiders. Loss or tie, for in most cases, eliminates those teams. So that's a good thing. So it's nice. Now you're trimming some of the fat. We've got the Packers still alive. you got the Seahawks-Rams game. That is great. Uh, I'm sorry. Packers are playing the Panthers. That is a huge game. And then we'll start with the one that you wanted to, which is the one for the top of the AFC. It doesn't really have too much in way of playoff implications other than home field throughout, which could be very important. And that is New England taking on Pittsburgh. And Tom Brady seems to have their number. Seems to. He does. They always beat them. And they beat the it bad, too. The average margin of victory is like 12 points. And they just – and it's not even really the fact that New England's offense does particularly well against them. For some reason, the Steelers just suck against the Patriots' defense, which it shouldn't make sense because everything bad about the Patriots' defense should, in numbers theory, be exemplified by the fact that Ben Roethlisberger has two wide receivers, one in um, Antonio Brown and one in Juju Smith-Schuster now this year – who should beat that secondary every single time. Plus, you have the best running back in the league. You just said it right there. They didn't have Juju Smith-Schuster before. But before that, they had... But now uh, they do. Well, who was the guy they had... Uh, um, who was the guy they had last year who was really good, too? Uh, uh, Bryant? Well, no, because he didn't play for part of the year. Um, uh, who was it? Who the hell else excelled for them? I don't know. Some other guy. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it just never really makes sense. They just They always choke. In these situations, maybe they'll beat them now because it's just regular season, right? Because they always choke in the playoffs against them. 
Maybe they'll beat the Pats now. Beat them now and then lose in the playoffs. So, yeah. the, so the Steelers have a one-game advantage because of the egg that was laid in Miami by the Patriots last week. So the Steelers are 11-2, and two and you've got the 10-3 and three Patriots. So this could even it up, but then, of course, a tiebreaker would go to the Patriots So if they end up with the same record. Uh, Marcus Wheaton from the text line. Wheaton? Wheaton? Marcus Wheaton? Is yeah, Wheaton was all right. Oh. Uh, but he got dealt, didn't he? There's nobody on the level of Antonio Brown. That guy is a baller. Yes. Has Big Baller Brand approach, approach the uh, the Steelers? Don't, don't do that. What? Don't do that. Can I? Do you know why? Uh, why? The three Bs. The- ben, Bell, and Brown. Oh, God. No? Could you imagine them wearing that crap? Oh, my God. It'd be great. By yeah, the way. I just, I just imagined it, and then I said it out loud, shared it with you, and then you went, oh, my God. By the way, they... Uh, the killer Bs. What did you think about them? I know this, we're going off rails now, but... Us? That doesn't sound right. What uh, What did you think about them playing in Lithuania or wherever it is? I think it's fantastic. I love I love everything about them. You know, they didn't even have enough money to... to pay their coaches. Yeah, they have a one-month practice to. to practice. They didn't have money to practice. What? Yes, they didn't have enough money to reserve courts to practice. I love it. I love everything about it. I think it's just the most wonderful thing. The Ball family. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're absolutely terrible and... and but there's nothing nefarious going on. There's no, there's no, uh, it, eh? I, there doesn't seem to be any abuse. There doesn't seem to be, uh, any, you know, uh, drug riddled, uh, uh, present for, for any of these boys. You did have the stealing in China, which I guess is bad, but it, it's I, a bit I, nefarious. I, well, but I an still, international incident <laughs> that the president kind of had to sw- yeah. swoop in and save them. It's just, if you, here's, here's the reason I love it. If you went to Hollywood with this script, you never get made. People no. be like, that's, no, that's not believable. It's no. ridiculous. Ram Seahawks. Yeah. Who you got? Oh, man. I want to say the Rams only because I feel like they always have that slight advantage over Seattle, even though they did lose earlier this year. That was on a... Uh, it was a drop. Man, Cooper Cup's drop in the end zone. Mm-hmm. And that was a bad drop, too. Not a severely bad drop, but bad enough that it was like, dude, you had that thing. Are there different ratings of how bad a drop it is? Oh, hell yeah, dude. I mean, you could have a but drop like, um, I mean, you could have a drop. What's a what's a good, like a Jimmy Graham. Chest. You could have a Jimmy Graham drop oh. where it's just like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, like, where the just, ball's right in front of you. And it bounces off his chest and yes. put his hands out. Or on one of those interceptions last week where he just doesn't go to, to high point the ball. Yes. And lets the guy come in underneath and just pick it just, off. What are you that doing? That one was totally on Jimmy Graham. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there, there's levels of drops, but uh, I guess for this game, what I'm going to look at is how well can Jared Goff respond under the pressure? Because I mean, he, he has it the easiest now, man. What KJ Wright's not going to play. I think Bobby Wagner's questionable. K, KJ right? Wright is doubtful. Bobby Wagner is questionable. questionable. Yeah. Uh, and then of course you're already missing Cliff, Cliff Averill, Richard Sherman. Yes. And chances. pretty much the entire secondary. I mean, yep. it, it, basically the team looks Totally different from the first time that you played them this season. You got to see how Jared Goff's actually going to respond to this opportunity to win the game. That to me is going to be the most important part of this. You are playing in Seattle, which is another huge factor in this yeah. because they did play in LA before, which is like the most underwhelming NFL atmosphere. Yes. But uh, I don't know. I, I want to take the Rams, but there's that whole side to Russell Wilson that just pisses me off watching him play football. <laughs> I'm going to explain that a little bit more next. 
Sinner and Saint, 1080 The Fan. Santa's got a little uh, his name should I, is Dominic. Should I let this play or should I talk? If I'm interrupting, you can, you you can always go find Dominic the Donkey yourself and listen back to it later. Uh, before the break, uh, you were talking about how much you hate Russell Wilson. Yes. I wanted to expand on that a little bit. Um, there's parts to Russell Wilson's game that there's a, there's like a there's an urge inside of me that wants him to get hurt, and that's not healthy. No, that's not healthy at all. You're just rooting I, for his demise. I, I'm almost doing that because I say that way. You're the same guy that was like the, you think the NFL season was ruined when Rodgers went down. Yes, but Rodgers does it in a way that looks like he knows what the hell he's doing. <laughs> I think Russell Wilson literally gets a play call in his helmet, and he just goes, "Nah, forget that." Unless it's a run, I think he just goes, nah, I'm just going to fade back. It's like, ah, that, that was play action. Nah, I'm not going to do that. Do you think they draw it up on the chalkboard? They're like, all right, Russell, this is a three-step drop back and then an eight-step lateral movement. Then you're going to do the curl back, spin back. And, and then step up a little bit more. And eventually it'll be a rollout to the left. Even though you start going right, then you go up. Linebacker's probably going to be right there, buddy. You're going to need to do a spin move. And then if you could huck it up left-handed over the top of uh, another pass rusher to try to get it to Jimmy Graham, and he'll just drop it. It's not sustainable. That's the problem. But it kind of is. But it's kind of not because it won't be once you get to the playoffs. I think that you're going to run the team ragged, and you're going to run everybody else ragged to the point that when you get in high-pressure situations and you play, by the way, an actually good, sustainable team, because even though you lost to Jacksonville, who is quote-unquote a good team. You're missing Blake five Bort- all-pros on your defense. Blake Bortles was playing out of his body. I don't know how. They have a great defense. But he's got I- Tom Coughlin in his ear. Look what happened to Eli when Coughlin left, and look what's happened to Bortles when Coughlin showed These up. These are all weird, lopsided teams you're <laughs> playing. This is what's going to be interesting to me with the Rams because the Rams have now become one of the more complete teams in the league, at least I think. I'm not going to say they're extremely good, but they're good enough that they seem very, very complete. Sure. And so when now you're playing a Rams team that's going to stop you like Jacksonville did in the first half of the game, but also have the offense to back it up too, how are you oh, going to oh, dig you yourself like out of the highest scoring offense in football in the Philadelphia Eagles when they had Carson Wentz coming into Seattle? I mean, Seattle's been there before. If Seattle runs the table here in the stretch, they, they're a playoff team. They win the division. That's That's, you know, Simple math. All you've got to do is win out, and you're you're in the playoffs. You're the division winner. You're hosting a playoff game. Who do you trust more in this situation, though? That's, I guess, the question they ask. And, yeah, this is a patchwork. Between who? What are you? Well, Seattle and, and Los Angeles. I mean, this is the game one of that. I mean, you, you have it laid out in front of you. If you're Seattle, all you have to do is take care of the Rams, the Cowboys, and the Cardinals, and you're in the playoffs. And this is the biggest of those three games. Obviously, the urgency kicks up if you lose. Yeah, it's it, it's going to get desperate though at a certain point because this is a huge game, and then if Dallas wins this next week, and then you go into the the week after with Zeke coming back, yep. now you got a desperate Dallas team that's going to do whatever the hell they can to win that game. Not to mention if Arizona sticks around, they might even mm-hmm. have a chance to get into the playoff. So uh, to me, it, it it's looking a lot more dire than what what you might imagine. Here's the other thing that we also want to think about with the Seahawks, which for some reason we've neglected to mention. They had a dude who almost went up into the stands last week to fight fans. Yeah, but you had Michael Bennett, who by the way should be suspended Michael friggin Bennett didn't even get fined in that. Did you see that? He friggin' rolled over a center. With, yeah, he didn't even get with fined. All, with all the fines that were in that, both coaches 
Well, no, no. Two uh, assistant coaches for Jacksonville, plus Pete Carroll got fined. Pete Carroll fined. got fined, yeah. And they, they got about $10,000. Quentin Jefferson got fined. I think the total was about fifty grand, a little over fifty. Maybe fifty six. Uh, I thought around was, there. I thought it was close to a hundred because there was really? a couple twenty thousand dollar fines in there. Between I think seven players and a couple coaches, I think there was somewhere around a hundred grand in fines. And Michael Bennett wasn't one of them. You can't tell me. You can't look at that team and tell me it's not imploding on itself. Well, I can tell you it's not imploding on itself because right now they sit at what nine and five, and they've got a chance to to or eight and five, eight and five, and they have a chance to. to I be just a feel like that was again. a defining moment for this team where it was like, you know what, this might be the end. Of what you keep, you keep hoping for the end of this. Because Why do they hate keep Seattle having so these signs? They keep, ha- they oh, keep getting up. just a well, little bit what? worse every year. Guess a little what? bit worse. Guess what? You're always going to see signs if you're looking for them. All you want is this team to fall apart. They've got what is. He's proven a week in and week out. Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. You may not like the way that he plays, but it's effective. It's bizarre. It's Fran Tarkenton. We sat before the show. We sat there and we watched a montage because you go, like, you can't do this. Fran Tarkenton did for years. By the way, background music to the Tarkenton highlights was some rap song. <laughs> It was pretty off. It awesome. didn't fit. It was so great. It's just grainy old 1960s and 70s footage of the NFL. Shifty white with guy. A rap song on it. Like that. We should find that and tweet it out. Tarkenton was, just kind of like puttering around trying to find a receiver. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, why, why do you want the Seahawks to fail so bad? Because the way that they play football. You just don't like it. I, I hate it. It's awful to watch. It's not even really exciting. I think it's very exciting. You have Is no it? idea what's going to happen play to play. I But I kind of do. What? Russell Wilson's going to get the ball out of shotgun. He's going to run back 10 yards and 55% of the time he'll find a receiver. In the other 30, he'll throw it away. And then 20% of the time, He's going to get the bejesus hit out of him. Here's what matters. In the fourth quarter, they're going to give you a shot. That's the funny thing about the Seahawks team. Because I was thinking about this. So last last week, I heard some ridiculous stat. Like the Seahawks with Russell Wilson have been within one score in every fourth quarter game. Dude, if that guy goes down, they're the Browns. That's very true. My other defense is better than the Browns. Not right now. Not going to be pretty. (laughs) So... But but that's a crazy thing. So I'm watching the game. The the Jaguars scored touchdowns on three consecutive offensive plays. Not offensive possessions, offensive plays. And the Seahawks just, they come back and they make those two big bombs. You lock it down the side and now it's a one-score game in the fourth quarter. And you just go, God, how do they keep doing this? And that's why they're fun to watch. I just kind of feel like they're going to get into this wild card game and they're going to lose and it's going to be really bad. They could be playing the the Rams for a third time in the wild card game. They could be. And and depending on the Which scenario, I would love, by the way, wouldn't you love to see uh, Aaron Rodgers squeak in and play in in Seattle, Green Bay in Seattle oh. as a, a wild card game? That is the one thing I like about the Seahawks, Aaron Rodgers' relationship with them. Oh, that would that would that's that see this is my hope. If you can get Aaron Rodgers in CenturyLink for a wild card playoff game, that would be awesome. Bridgeport Beers text line five five three zero five. Uh, somebody said, "Who is uh, this guy talking? You know nothing about football, dude." Lack of commas there. Um, you know nothing about is it you or me? Dude. Probably both of us. I think it's because I just said that the Seahawks suck, uh, though. Yeah, I'm Luke. I'm wait. 
You're Will. Oh, Will. Yeah. So which one of us is stupid? We're probably both stupid. Somebody also asks uh, to please drug test me. I don't know about that one. Yeah. That doesn't seem fair. I think you're clean. You've been clean for a while. Should be. Well, there you go. Do the test. We'll do a uh, a pee test in the break. But first, we got to do news. I wasn't ready for that. Oh, come on. You are on drugs. I'm what? Will went on a tirade about how much he hates football and the Seahawks. So now we have less time to do our picks. So we're going to dive right into crystal balls. I hate football. <laughs> Pretty good. It's cranky. I love that Santa Claus music's playing in the background. It's Bob Dylan, by the way. Hate football. Oh, I hate those men. <laughs> those pants hitting each I hate other. Those, I hate those men in their, their tight pants and their athletic thighs and their, their firm buttocks. And uh, I hate those men. Terrible to watch those gladiators go out and fight each other. Oh, it's hard for me to watch. Sorry, what? I bet it's hard. Sorry, what? Uh, hey, let's do uh, one college football game because I kind of scrolled through this week of bowl games. I think there's only one that matters. That is the Mario Cristobal-led Oregon Ducks. Ducks. Playing against the number 25 Boise State fighting Broncos. Broncos. <laughs> I'm going to take the Ducks, <laughs> obviously. Are the Ducks like Broncos. a... What are they, like a 11-point favorite? Uh, six and a half. Six, oh, really? Jesus. Nope. Only that much? Yeet. It should be more than that, dude. They're gonna kill him. Yeah, uh, I because yeah, I'm telling you, I watched that. Uh, I watched uh, that Mountain un- West unranked, Championship. Unranked ducks against yeah, number dude. 25. I watched that Mountain uh, Mountain West Championship game, and uh, I'm, I'm telling you, Boise State. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest, I haven't watched much Boise State since Chris Peterson left, but I got another preview of it, and I was like, yeah, they're not up to the bar. Seventy plus players signed a petition to keep Mario Cristobal as a head coach. They're going to run through a brick wall for him. They're going to kill the Broncos. Yes. Uh, speaking of Broncos, uh, the Denver Broncos uh, suck. Yes. In what was supposed to be the best division in football, now you've got two teams at seven and six fighting for the top. One started zero and four. The other started five and zero. It is the Chargers. At Chiefs tonight, five twenty-five kick on the NFL Network. Who you got? I'm gonna take the Chiefs oh, just to spite on. you, because I know you're a huge San Diego Chargers no. fan. Stop! Huge hate, San hate, Diego hate Chargers. San Diego fan. Chargers are the worst franchise the NFL has and ever seen. Still are. But the Los Angeles Chargers are the best. And they're on their way to the Super Bowl. They'll it starts tonight with always a win be the San at Diego Arrowhead. Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers obviously will win that game. I just San asked. Diego. I just asked the question to see how stupid you were. Packers at Panthers tomorrow at ten. I love this game. So do I. Uh, this is great only because, of course, Aaron Rodgers returned, but also because That's of the playoff implications. That's yes, great. the playoff implications, and re- literally Cam Newton clinging on to life. For this team, uh, you know, the Panthers really, uh, as much as they kind of went on their winning streaks early in the season, this is going to be a huge test for them, of course, going forward in the season, but just kind of to see if the Panthers are going to have enough staying power going into next season as well. I got to tell you, Ron Rivera is going to be on the hot seat. Oh, come soon. on. Get out of here. No, no, man. If they don't make the playoffs this year, that dude's on the hot seat. That I would agree with, games. but they're going to make the playoffs. <sighs> we'll it, see. They, be Packers, Bucks, Falcons. That's, I mean, it's, I don't think it's that much of a slate. I, Falcons could be hard. Lose to the Packers, Aaron Rodgers yeah. coming off. I'm pretty sure you'll beat the Bucks, but 
Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yep, should be interesting. Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Panthers in this one. I think uh, the Aaron Rodgers uh, hype train is gonna end pretty quickly. I don't think they've played a quality opponent in a few weeks. Their running game looked better because they played the Browns. Uh, Panthers win that one. Uh, Rams Seahawks 105 kicks on Fox tomorrow. This is in CenturyLink. Seahawks are favored only by two. I'm gonna take the Rams. I'm feeling spicy with this one. Seahawks defense is completely decimated. I think if you can contain Russell Wilson, of course, in the pocket, and also if Aaron Donald has a huge game, which is key to beating Russell Wilson, you got to have the defensive interior pressure in before the D ends. That's how he gets out. Yeah, this one's interesting. The Jeff Fisher-led Rams always seem to give the Seahawks fits. But uh, now the better Rams can't Well, they've only played the one. They've only, well, they've only played once. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm picking Seahawks. I don't yeah. know what I'm going to talk. Uh, 125 uh, Patriots at Steelers. This is for the top spot in the AFC. I'm going to go with my logic I threw out there earlier. I think the Steelers will win because it's regular season. <laughs> but then once you get in the playoffs, I'm sure they'll meet each other in the AFC title game. Yeah, they'll lose. They're going to win so that they can lose in Pittsburgh, too. Yes. Right? Yes. So they'll meet title game just so the only problem with that logic is the chargers are going to be in that championship game because home field does not matter to the patriots <laughs> whatsoever it just doesn't well they, they play in foxborough so yeah. the, you can't go to worse weather than fox it doesn't even matter December. it really doesn't even matter where the patriots play they're always favored it's true all right kids that's our show thanks everybody for joining us i hope you have as much fun as we did we will be back next week for your christmas preview when the NBA season officially starts and more college and NFL football previews and picks. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. Always look on the right side of life. Hmm. Well, at that time, the situation this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.